How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you to episode 36 of The Way of the Wolf. On the show today, I'm going to be talking about networking up. Now, this is something that can be very powerful in terms of being able to help change the trajectory of your career if you're able to successfully master it. It's something that I've personally struggled with over the years because I'm very much an introvert at heart. And so coming out of my shell proved to be quite challenging and difficult over the years. So I'm going to talk through a few tips and tricks and things that have worked for me over the years. Before I dive into this, I want to give a quick shout out to Philip. He is the first person to actually send over a suggestion for an idea for content for the show. So Philip, I'm going to be sending out a shirt to you uh, as soon as they come in. I'll be mailing that out to you. So thank you so much. So the question that came from Philip, how to network in a company what the best practices for cold emailing managers above your rank, especially whenever you aren't a manager. Now, one thing that I do want to touch on is the fact that you don't need a title to lead. This is something that I see or I have seen in my career where people kind of have this mindset of, oh, well, that's a vice president. I'm only a supervisor or I'm only an administrator or coordinator. I can't reach out to that person. You know, nothing could be further from the truth, quite frankly, because even though somebody has a title, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're a great leader. And even if you don't have a title, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be a great leader. So I do want to share that before I really dive into some of my, my other thoughts on this topic. But first and foremost, I don't want you to let their position of power intimidate or scare you in any way. Now, it's easier for me to say this than it is for, for a lot of people to actually do and well, to be honest, again, this is something that I struggled with early in, in my career, trying to think through, oh my God, that's the CEO. I can't, I can't talk to that person. You can. They're just people. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you do. So again, you don't need a title to lead. What you need to do is be able to exhibit that you know what you're talking about and that you can help people out. So let's talk through a few different ways to be able to network and, and build your brand and start establishing relationships with executives or leaders in your company. I'll start off with emailing. Pretty basic conceptually. I want you to take your time in crafting the email message. Whatever it is that, that you're trying to get across or whatever it is that you're trying to help them with, it is very important that if you're emailing senior executives or really anyone in the organization, that you take your time, you don't have spelling errors, you make sure that punctuation is correct. Uh, there actually be times whenever I will have a trusted friend or colleague review something before I send it out. So pretty basic stuff there. Now, emailing is kind of your safest option for, especially for those of you that are introverts, you don't have to talk to somebody on the phone. You don't have to sit down and have a conversation with them face to face. You're able to get your message across. So it is safe in that regard. And usually you're able to get your your questions answered or you're able to answer their questions. However, it is very transactional in nature. And so while this can be good for solving a problem or getting something fixed, it doesn't necessarily contribute in a meaningful way towards building trust with those, those individuals. 
So next in line would be phone. Now, this is better than email. <laughs> I've seen so many times where people like to email back and forth so that they have documentation of what was said. And a lot of times this is people that are highly analytical and, and want to just make sure that they kind of CYA so that down the road, if something happens, they can kind of reference it and say, oh, hey, I was right. And that's all well and good, but it doesn't necessarily help you build trust. So pick up the phone, have a conversation with somebody. You don't have to be afraid of this person being a vice president. They're Again, they're just a person. Pick up the phone, have a conversation. Hey, John, I've got this problem. This is what's going on. What are your thoughts? How would you like for me to, to solve this problem for you? So it does help. You're able to get a quicker, faster response than email for obvious reasons because you've just got them on the phone. It makes it a lot easier for you to talk through things because if John has a question whenever I send the email, he's got to email back and then I've got to email to him. Whereas whenever you're on the phone, you could kind of eliminate an email chain that could be 10, 15 messages long just in a five-minute phone call. So definitely phone is much better than email. My personal favorite is having conversations in person. This is truly your best option, especially whenever it comes to solving problems, building relationships, building trust. You, you have the ability to read each other much better. So actually, now that I think about it, if you haven't listened to episode 16, I believe it was, focused on reading people, definitely go check that out. It can be very helpful and beneficial for you to be able to learn how to read people. Now, I will say there's some caveats to meeting with someone in person, especially if it's not someone that you've interfaced with on a regular basis, is you can be nervous having that conversation. Now, it's important to realize that only about 10% of that nervousness is actually showing through. Unless somebody knows you really, really well, they're probably not going to pick up on the fact that you're nervous. I will also say that whenever you're meeting with someone in person, you have to dress the part. You, you can't come in looking like a slob. You have to look like a professional. I know I always say dress for the job you want, not the one you have. All of that stuff applies. Now, I will give a special mention to uh, text or virtual chat. These are really good for just quick, hey, I've got this question. Is it yes or no? You can get quick responses. Um, I would caution not to send text messages to somebody that you don't already have a relationship with that you've established over time. However, that is another medium to be able to have conversations with and network with people up the chain of command. Now, all of these things actually help build trust. So when you look, I, I want you to focus on finding opportunities for small talk. Now, this can be in conference rooms before a meeting. If you're sitting down waiting for the meeting to start and, and hey, John, um, how, how were your kids' uh, soccer game this weekend? How they do? It's those, those little sidebar conversations. That's when trust is built. It also allows you to get an idea of if you may have similar interests. You know, it's so funny. I, I worked with an individual that... Oh man, we probably worked together for for seven years, and it wasn't until the pandemic hit last year that we started having conversations. And just by chance, I asked him if he was into mountain biking, and he was really big into mountain biking. And he was like a 
one of the best writers I've seen, at least in person. So we ended up writing together quite a bit, and we were able to kind of strengthen that relationship and bond, and it made it much easier for us to work together. So all that to be said, take the time to listen to people. Listen to what's important to them and find out, are there any sort of similarities? Do you have any common ground where you can just chat back and forth on, well, hey, I got this new mountain bike. What are your thoughts on it? Should I have done something different? It's those little conversations that allow you to build trust. And it's also important to realize that you can have relationships with peers or supervisors at work that are that are strictly business oriented or a better approach would be to learn a little bit more about their personal life. Now, you can't dig too deep in it, obviously, but if you know more about it, then you can have more meaningful conversations and it kind of adds to that, that depth of that relationship, makes it easier for you to build trust. So why do we do all of these things? Why do we network up? Well, the big thing is exposure. If you want to progress in your career, which I suspect every single person listening or watching this does want to progress in their career, it's about exposure. You have to be able to showcase what you can do, showcase what you bring to the table. How do you add value to someone else's life? Whenever you kind of bundle all of this stuff together, as well as other things, but whenever you bundle these things together, they all contribute towards building your brand in a meaningful way. It makes it much easier for you to progress in your career whenever you're successful at doing all of these things. So before I go through my closing, I do want to share a brief little story as an example of someone who has successfully achieved a promotion in her career due to a lot of these things, uh, among others, as far as being an expert in her field and, and doing what she did. But um, we had a payroll supervisor, and she's been with the company for a very long time. A number of her predecessors, we had issue after issue after issue with, with payroll. And payroll is something you do not want to mess up. It's just not good if payroll gets messed up. So this person comes in as a payroll supervisor and just did an incredible job, was able to fix a lot of issues and problems and just consistently get everybody paid. She started building relationships with all of the business leaders and the district managers, just doing just a phenomenal job. And especially whenever it came down to the communications piece and helping people work through their challenges and problems. Now, a few months ago, I sat down with all of the business leaders whenever I was going through and kind of making some structural changes to my team. Whenever I threw that person's name out for a promotion, there was no questions asked. Unanimously across the room, make it happen for sure. She's fantastic. She's helped me out so much. She's helping my guys all the time. So as, as her leader, uh, the leader of the team, that made my job very easy because she had built the brand, she had built the reputation, and for me, all it was was, hey, here's the ask, yes, make it happen. So that's a perfect example of how powerful networking up and supporting the people around you in the organization and making sure that all of the leaders are taken care of and how it can positively impact the trajectory of your career. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. 
Uh, I will say on the previous episode, I mentioned I'm getting some shirts made, getting pretty close to those being finalized. I had asked for for anybody that has ideas or thoughts for a show to send me some some thoughts, and I will create content. This is the first show of uh, content that I'm creating from a suggestion that people made. Uh, I'm finding a lot of people want shirts, but nobody's giving me suggestions. So I'm not going to just be handing them out as, as freebies. So you're going to have to earn it. Uh, I, I would also ask if you feel comfortable leaving a review or f- dropping five stars on the show, please do so. And that's really all I've got for the show. So thank you all so much for taking your time and listening, and y'all have a good one.